Hello, cryptid-loving listeners. As a friendly reminder from us here at the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, we frequently make crude jokes, sprinkle our sentences with naughty words, and discuss mature content. Most of which may not be appropriate for all age groups. Listener discretion is advised. Now please enjoy. Robert Lazar. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that is his name. Bigelow, Bigelow, Bigelow. <laughs> there he is. You say his name three times, he appears. Oh, God. So I'm going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back to Don't Touch Me Sasquatch Podcast. We are your host. I am Josh. I continue to be London. And this, well, I don't know why I was going to say that again. I don't know. I'm blind. I. We explore controversial topics with energy and a good laugh. We're two guys that have a love and passion for these topics. They are things that you may have heard of but don't know the full story of yet. We're here to tell you those stories, come do share our opinions and let you come to your own conclusions and we also come to our conclusions we're here to tell you nope we'll do the research <laughs> so you don't have to this it's is like a memorization thing at this point well I have to also that's what I'm saying because you can't read <laughs> I can't read it's going to be a fun episode um, in many ways a lot of eye contact with me <laughs> yeah well I'll try keep your mind open to the possibility that things that may not be as they appear might not be Last episode, we discussed the Gorman family's experience on Skinwalker Ranch. This week, we dive into the study and investigation that was done. After the purchase of the ranch by Bob Bigelow, we follow George Knapp and the NIDS team as they look into the strange phenomena that had plagued the Gorman family, period. This, you know, is there any logical explanation to all of this or is it just one big enigma wrapped up in a mystery? Ooh. Well, sit back, relax, and put your tinfoil hats on as we dive into Skinwalker Ranch, the investigation. So let's dive into it. Let's start with a, a little terminology. It's not really terminology. The players. Let's okay. call it the players. All right. I like it. First, Darth George Vader. Knapp. Or Darth Vader, yes. <laughs> leader of the Empire. There we go. He is not actually the leader. He's just... A pawn, kind of in. More well, we're not talking about Star Wars right now. Just, <laughs> just move on. The, the monarchy that is the Empire. <laughs> That's right. George Knapp. George Knapp is an American investigative, investigative journalist, mm-hmm. news anchor, conspiracy theorist, and talk radio host. Oh. He is known for his work investigating UFO claims. Mm-hmm. His friendship with Bob Bigelow allowed him access to visit Skinwalker Ranch and to investigate or mm-hmm. help investigate. He didn't really do much investigation, but just reporting sure. and interviewing. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Absolutely. Now, who did the investigation? Well, it was the NIDS team. What is NIDS? NIDS stands for... What? Wait a minute. Oh, there Beautiful. We when you look down, the bill of your head covers you going doing the squint. So it's oh. perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What does NIDS stand for? Well, NIDS stands for the National Institute for Discovery Science. Sweet. Uh, Robert Bigelow created this team as his own UFO investigation team after the failed attempt to unite the UFO research organizations. You know, like 
I know one of them off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. MUFON. Yeah? Yeah, MUFON. MUFON. Oh, that's right. I'm an actual member now. Card carrying. I don't have the card with me right that's now. That's badass, though. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, Thank I'm you actually, for doing this. <laughs> hey, I actually, uh, I, I was looking at it. I was actually thinking about becoming a field agent. I don't know if I'll actually go anywhere, but that'd be, that'd be cool, pretty though. cool. Yes, it would. Yeah. Um, maybe you'll join me I if sure you'd shall. like to. I sure shall. I appreciate the finer <laughs> things in life like UFOs. Yes. Um, he offered them a million dollars to research the multiple UFO research mm-hmm. um, companies, whatever you want to call them, yeah. organizations. Okay. He offered them a million dollars to research with one condition, that they all work together. Yes. Well, naturally, egos wouldn't allow this collaboration like that. Oh, sorry. A, a collaboration like that. I missed uh, a word. Gotcha. And they began to fight for who was in charge. Mm-hmm. Bigelow said, fuck this, pulled the money, and created his own UFO investigation team called NIDS, National Institute of Discovered Science, Discovery Science. Mm-hmm. The team consists of scientists, but they were kept anonymous as researching things like UFOs back in those days and paranormal are frowned upon. Scientists base their theories on experiments that can be replicated and there's no way to replicate those sorts of things like UFOs and shit with any consistency. Mm-hmm. How can you replicate a UFO? You don't control the UFO. Yes, Lennon, you have a question. Uh, fire a rocket into the air. Yeah, just a couple rockets. <laughs> um, it hits a portal. Yeah. Looking thing. You yeah. get like some little orb up there. Yeah. And then. Yeah, tell me. You call Brandon. <laughs> Dragon. Can you call Brandon? <laughs> Everybody needs to watch Skinwalker Ranch. Yes, you do. Not, what's it called? The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. Fantastic are you, show. Are you caught up on season four yet? I haven't had a chance. That's okay. I was just curious. Maybe tonight. Saturday nights, hey. I usually stay up to like five in the morning playing games or watching TV. <laughs> it's all good. So NIDS consists of a board and a rapid response team. The rapid response team consists of scientists, trackers, veterinarians, and so on that. Mm-hmm. And so on. That would collect the data that would be presented to the scientist advisory board. Beautiful. The scientist advisory, scientist, I keep saying scientist, the science advisory board yes. consists of a couple astronauts, one man that has been on the moon, and two U.S. senators and a couple others. They, it's all I really got out of who it mm-hmm. consisted of. It just okay. kind of said, and so on. Sure. So, so that was cool. They got a NASA astronaut there, and one that went on the moon. Yeah, two NASA astronauts. I think one of them went on the moon. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I meant to add veteran in there, not veteran. I meant to say that they got a guy who's on the moon. <laughs> Jesus, I should have just said that. That's all good, you know. Last player. Yeah, Skinwalkers. Oh, the Utes Skinwalkers, not the Navajo Skinwalkers. Call back to episode eight. Go check it out if you don't know what the Navajo Skinwalkers Do it. are. Just, just try it. So. <laughs> try it. Just give it a try. You might like give it. Give it a shot. Just give it a little tickle. Uh, if you see me squinting, I apologize. I think we covered this, but I'm not sure. So I'm going to say it again. Um, I forgot to put my contacts in, so I'm like blind. Yeah. And I got like 700 zoom on my, yeah. and it's still not enough. Damn, I didn't realize I was that blind. I'm getting old. Well, it's like when I do this. I Where's my mouse? I, I refuse to do contacts and... Uh, I have mine zoomed in quite heavily <laughs> yeah. on all mine. Mine is actually 170 right now, zoomed in. Jesus, mine's usually one like 30, 25, 50. Yeah. 30 is not a number you can do, so. Well, the funny thing is, is uh, 170 is um, 
it's still blurry. So every once in a while, I have to do a little squint that itchy nose. Oh, I'm okay. No, anyways, on, on reality, we're doing Skinwalkers yeah. uh, overview here. But it makes you look scientific when you're going, hmm. Could it be? Inquisical. Inquisical. <laughs> um, as we talked in depth about in the Skinwalker episode, yeah. Jeepers Creepers. Full of whimsy. The, the, what? The full of whimsy. <laughs> Whimsical magic. The Utes and the Navajo were people. Or people. They were people. They were best of friends. The Utes tribe and the Navajo tribe were at war. The Utes were aligning, would align themselves with the Spanish and drove the Navajo out of their native lands of color, native homes of Colorado. The Utes believe that the Navajo put a curse on them because of this and that would send us and that they sent a skinwalker to them because oh. of the curse. The ridge that is found on the northeast side of the ranch is known as the path of the skinwalker. Mm-hmm. The Utes tribe strongly advised tribal members to not go on that ridge and to stay away still to this day. A lot of rhyming. Yeah, I think uh, what uh, in my notes, 15 generations? Yes. Yeah. Uh, many generations. But, okay. The Utes have stories of the sky people dating back 15 generations. As well as other stories about this ranch. Mm-hmm. Skinwalkers, in terms of the use, is used as an umbrella term that the tribe uses to explain all the anomalies mm-hmm. and the strange things that have occurred. I had to itch, sorry. That had occurred and have they, that they have occurred and that they have seen mm-hmm. on the property over the centuries. Beautiful. Skinwalkers via Navajo belief. Like I said, there's a whole episode on it, but let's give an overview. Skinwalkers are tricksters. Sorcerers, evil presence, and shapeshifters. Fucking ain't right. According to <laughs> Bavaho, according to Navajo beliefs, you need to kill a member of your family to become one. Then you'll be able to shapeshift into predatory animals like wolves. Giant weird looking. Giant weird. Indestructible wolves. Absolutely. Unless that was unless that was something else. It Could wasn't a skinwalker. Maybe it crawled through a portal. Possibly from a prehistoric maybe. time. Thank you, David. 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 <laughs> David. <laughs> the Utes don't believe in skinwalkers, though, as much as the Navajos do. Threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> what did I say? Oh, for, le- for centuries, this legend has been as told much- <laughs> to them. The Utes don't believe in them. <laughs> Sorry, as much as Navajo do. All right. But both don't want to talk about the skinwalker. Okay, the Utes don't believe in the skinwalker in the way... The Navajos Navajo do, do, as I in, like, it's just a creature that shapeshifts. They yeah. believe in it as a all portals, poltergeists. Uh, all the, the explanation yeah. for, like, all the bad Exactly. Things. So they, just, they believe in skinwalkers, just a different type of it. Type of it. Yeah. Okay. So they believe you speak its name, you invite it into your life, as, again, we discussed. Which is weird, because wasn't a way to eliminate the skinwalker to say its name? Skinwalker. Just to uh, invoke the word skinwalker is to bring into Oh, not, its, I'm not sorry. its flesh and blood name. My fault. Yeah, we're not sitting out there. Billy, John, Kevin, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throwback. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember all the words we there used. Was also, uh, there was also my favorite one. pastime. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good part. <laughs> yeah. So those are some of the terms to help you, I don't know, 
Hey, Lennon, you look like you're in a different direction there. Don't call it out. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to know. A different, different, not different, uh, a couple of terms that when I speak of like NIDS, now you know what they're about. Skinwalkers, just an overview because who knows who's seen episode eight. Um, Clarify one thing for me. Please do. What the fuck is a Sasquatch? Okay, Sasquatch is a hairy bipedal ape-like humanoid creature awesome. that okay. some believe come from UFOs and aliens. Some yeah. believe is just a cryptid that has been evolved Earth from bound. the Gigantopithecus. Okay. Um, some believe is fake. Some believe it's a spiritual thing that can disappear and reappear. Okay. Um, do you want me to keep going? No, I I think I'm filled in now. Uh, for right. more references on that, check out any one of our episodes. Yeah, actually, we should probably do one again. Orang Pendic. <laughs> I couldn't find my fucking mouse. <laughs> so the one problem without having glasses is the mouse just blends in with everything. Yeah. All right. In 2000, George Knapp started visiting Skinwalker Ranch with a photographer and did interviews with scientists, locals, and witnesses for his documentary film. Mm-hmm. In 2003, though, the word on Skinwalker Ranch was spreading. And it was being overrun by trespassers. And Bob Lazar is not the guy I wanted to speak of. <laughs> he showed up too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bob Bigelow. <laughs> he keeps coming back. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's being over on my trespassers. Uh, and Bob Lazar. <laughs> just Bob Lazar. He just keeps coming back. Just Hopkins back up in. I'm just picturing him just running like, huh? 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 <laughs> Over the fence. Oh, we got a a Bob Lazar again. Bob Lazar sighting. Oh, my God. We had a code 23 Bob. (laughs) A code 115. Ah, (laughs) Come on now. I know, but I couldn't remember. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm glad you chimed in with it, though. All right. The joke was put in. (laughs) So it was overrun by trespassers. And Bob Bigelow. There he is. He asked George Knapp not to release the film to uh, eliminate some of the... Because it was already so popular and being overrun. Yeah. It was hindering their investigation. Yep, yep. Bigelow did allow George Knapp to write some articles in papers about Skinwalker Ranch as long as he didn't include any photos. Mm -hmm. But in 2005, Bob Bigelow told George Knapp that he could go ahead and release his book, The Hunt for the Skinwalker, Mm -hmm. read by Lennon, also was one of the sources for my research also. Again, though. Read by me. I did the audio book. Yeah, you did. It was an incredible job. It sounded nothing like you. It's pretty impressive. How do you mask your voice like that? Channel Jeff. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to do it because I don't want to do the stupid fish eye. Uh, Again, though, he asked him not to add any photos of the ranch, which is why there was no photos in the book or anything. Thank you. Uh, The hope was that different people in other locations would come forward and say that similar things were happening. That way, NIDS had somewhere else to investigate. Mm-hmm. Because at this time, in 2005, mm-hmm. uh, the activity at the ranch was dying down. It was almost like it was like, all right, fucking done with this. <laughs> Stop. Move on. Move I, on. I need a break. <laughs> you so, need a break. So what happened is they uh, they did that in hopes of finding other locations that had similar whatever. Yeah. Stalling still. Stalling still. (laughs) (laughs) I see why you have trouble finding your spot when you don't have glasses on. It's me. Ah, there it is. Okay. Other locations did pop up, but 
nothing to the level as to what Skinwalker Ranch had and never led to any additional studies. Yeah. Around that time, NIDS dissolved because of the activity at Skinwalker Ranch decreased and these other sites didn't have as much Mm -hmm. activity. Yeah. Finally, the ranch was sold in 2016 and Bigelow, Bob Bigelow, did not own it anymore. I'm saying Bigelow because I'm afraid to call him Bob Lazar again. No, that's not what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were laughing at that. I was like, I have to. I'm sorry. No, um, please don't change it. Um, everything I've ever heard of him, I've yeah. always heard him called Robert Bigelow. <laughs> so when he's like Bob Bigelow, it just, I'm sorry. It makes you sound so like friendly, like your best friends. You know, for years. George Knapp is friends with Bob Lazar, and he or <laughs> he did it again. This is why Robert Lazar. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, that is his name. Bigelow, Bigelow, Bigelow. <laughs> there he is. You say his name three times, he appears. Oh, God. I love that you're laughing, but you're shaking my camera everywhere. Sorry. (laughs) It's our cam again. All right. So in the interview, by the way, some of the, a lot of the information I got was from his, um, which I will talk about in a second, uh, uh, presentation he did for UFO Fest. Okay. And in that, he was calling him Bob. Bigelow, but he's friends with him, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I wrote Bob Bigelow. I have to like pause. It's all good. Roberto Bigelow. Also, fun fact. Uh, yeah, tell me. Bob Bigelow also refers to himself as Bob Bigelow. <laughs> Bob Bigelow's entering. <laughs> if you smell a loud, well, Bob Bigelow is cooking. He's cooking up some, <laughs> some shit. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I had, I had fucking Taco Bell yesterday. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Bob Bigelow had Taco Bell yesterday. <laughs> oh, <coughs> wow. Wow. All right. I'm going to go back to finally again, only because finally the ranch was sold in 2016 and Robert Bigelow did not own it anymore. Mm-hmm. This relieved George Knapp of his promise and he made his documentary, The Hunt for the Skinwalker. Go mm-hmm. check it out if you haven't already. Uh, Jeremy Corbell. I almost thought you said Jeremy Clarkson. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, all right. Yes, yeah, they they collaborated together. From it. What's that? No, he probably would have gotten fired from it. Yeah, he'd make some kind of reference to something. Well, using this documentary and George Knapp's presentation at the 2018 UFO Fest in Oregon, as well as the book that kind of has the same name as the UFO, The Hunt for the Skinwalker. Here is what he and the NIDS team found and experienced. Nothing. All right, that's it, boys. Wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Tighten a little bow with it. So when Bigelow, nope, yep. When uh, (laughs) (laughs) When Robert Bigelow bought the ranch back in 1995, Mm. I think we said, uh, the NIDS team, nope, the NIDS Science Advisory Board had an argument as to what approach to take with the ranch. Some wanted to go go in quietly with no technology and just interact with whatever this anomaly is and observe it. And, of course, right. He walks out into the open field. Speak to me! (laughs) At the end of this episode, there is a moment that I get to tell you that they walk in the middle of Homestead by themselves and experience happens. We'll get there. 
But that was funny you said that. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, the, the exact same thing you did. That's funny. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. So see, I'm, I'm remember that. <laughs> the other uh, half wanted to go in with sensors, cameras, and other equipment to try and measure things like science does. Scientists mm-hmm. do whatever. This was ultimately the side that won out. And the investigation began. I started reading like a robot. Yep. It this works. rock is three inches tall, Six 16 inches wide. Inches wide. Ooh, <laughs> that was close. Um, they investigated. Sure. This is not at all what I wanted to say. I mean, they did. They did investigate. But yeah. they also installed a trailer with sensors and gear. They installed cameras on poles that viewed the whole property mm-hmm. to detect and record any anomalies. Yeah. Don't know why I looked at you. They interviewed the families. Nope, not there's, there was only one family, the Gormans. Yep. And looked into their background. Thoroughly looked into their background to see how credible. Thoroughly looked into their background to see how, what, how credible they were. Jesus, you guys ever heard of clearing your search history? <laughs> <laughs> Everything checks out, but a lot of butt play porn. <laughs> That's a big topic for you today. Jesus. Uh they checked the property for geomagnetic properties. <laughs> There's a blind guy trying to read. Sorry. Uh, they checked the property for geomagnetic properties. <clears throat> they took soil and plant samples to study. They wanted to be sure that there were not any hallucinogenic properties. That may be the cause of all these sightings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the results came back as negative. There were no hallucinogenics. So no acid trips were being had. Yeah. Well, that's actually how the uh, Salem Witch Trials happened. Really? Yeah. How so? Tell me. You really give don't know? Give a little history. Do you not know this? Just give them a small, short history. All right. Quick. So, uh, shit. Uh, it's called ergot poisoning. Okay. Um. So. The, is that from the plants or is that from the soil? That's from the plant. Some, the plant. They, they got it from the plants. <laughs> got it. Uh, I believe that it was a disease. I'm pretty sure it's a disease. Uh, a disease that attacked the plants, which they in turn used to consume yeah. in various whatever types of plants. I think it was the flower. I think it was flower that they got it oh, from. Oh, so they got it from like the, the wheat. Like, and yeah, yeah. yeah okay. um, and it's like a hallucinogenic and it made them all tripping for months and months. Well, and then they started killing bitches because they said they were witches. True story. Sorry, I just wanted to rhyme. I didn't mean to call them bitches. It's a true story. We're going to do a quick Lennon fact check. So let's pause for a minute in case it... It's still recording. I've done it. Got up. I have a light. It's still recording. I was about to say I have a light, so I hope it's still recording. Sure is. We're gonna we're gonna do that and that because I had you on full screen, so I can get two full views of your. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Continue. That's right. Well, you have nothing else to watch. Get to watch you speak. Where's my mouse? There we are. So, yeah. Yeah, back to that. No acid trips were being had. The NIDS team started experiencing the same things the rancher had, the rancher and the family, the Gormans, had been, but everything seemed to happen just outside the camera range. Like it knew they were recording and didn't want to be filmed. They had some, nope, they had tons of equipment manufactured. Oh, God. They had tons of equipment malfunctions, uh-huh. kind of like my eyes. Uh-huh. Batteries would die. Vehicles would die at the same spot on the property. Mm-hmm. Compasses would go haywire, and just many weird and measurable things. How's your fact trick going? Uh, contracted from rye bread, 
yeah. ergot poisoning was given was delivered into the systems of the people, um, which caused convulsions, muscle spasms, delusions, a sensation of crawling under the skin, and extreme cases gangrene of the extremities. Severe hallucinations can also be the symptom of lysergic acid is the substance from which the drug LSD is synthesized. So they were well, all damn. pretty much tripping hard on LSD. Um, uh, uh, the uh, one website here said that the women had that the spasms, convulsions, and uh, all this stuff also played into the delusions of everybody else tripping out, and they thought that these were weird witchcrafty things. They were just going around the time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, she cast a spell on us. <laughs> I got some weird feelings under my skin. <laughs> so, yeah, Eric got posting. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Need a little Lennon's History Corner? Well, it was a mini one. And that was not present on the ranch, so that was not the cause for it. Perfect. In 1996, the NIDS team came, into, came in to investigate Skinwalker Ranch. Mm-hmm. They built observation towers on the property with gated dog runs for dogs to be in. Because yeah. dogs were, they would be able to sense it um, before the NIDS team could. Like usual, they can they, they can pick stuff up before yeah. us like uh, that. They were biosensors. They're using them as biosensors. Yes, that's, that's the term. Yep, sorry. God, I had a fucking dollar. <laughs> <laughs> for what? Every time I heard that. Biosensors? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's the first time I've heard of them. The dogs on the were, show. What are you talking about? They say that shit all the time on the show. What show? I swear to God, no, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> the dogs were able to see, hear, and sense something before the investigators were able to. Yeah, as I just said. Just, yeah, you did. The NIDS team were, would go into the pastures at night to look for UFOs or orbs or anything out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. While they, <laughs> that'd be a weird video, full squint. Anyways, while they were out, someone kept opening the ga- dog runs, mm-hmm. the dog run gates, mm-hmm. and letting the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? Mm-hmm. I was about to say, "Where's my woofing?" I did it in my head. And I realized <laughs> I it was in my head. <laughs> yeah. They went. They then put locks on the gates to try to prevent this. That'll learn them from happening, and the locks would disappear. Not break, disappear. disappear. That's and the, the classic MO. Absolutely. It's Jeff again. Old Jeffy's I'm coming gonna in. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take... Oh, the, I need this post hole digger. Okay. 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 <laughs> I need this comb out of the fucking... Uh, Bathroom? Uh, uh, freezer. Man. That was a joke we made last you? episode. Oh, okay. Yep. All yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. There's that's a little fresher in your brain. Hey, that's why I was <laughs> listening to it on the way over. Ah. It's like a reference shit, but no. I'll just get fucked. So speaking of dogs. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of them. Of, yeah, well, remember the wolf story that you told? I do. I do last remember episode? that From last episode? Mm-hmm. You know, last one. Well, when the NIDS team guys, when the NIDS guys, when the team, when the guys of investigators heard the story about the wolf, they showed a family a picture of different species of wolves. <laughs> they asked each of them individually... Just cycling through pictures, <laughs> and picture yeah. C is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a, a manatee. <laughs> well, they asked him which one the wolf looked like. Yeah, and uh, they didn't pick the bear. Okay, but each of them picked the same exact picture. Do you know what picture that would be? The manatee. No, 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 not the manatee. Okay, 
Uh, let's see, we got the gray wolf. We have all these wolves. We have ancient wolves in the pictures. Uh-oh. Little hint. Okay. Picture? Let's see. What picture? Which one did they pick? Was all it, of them. Was it gray wind from season three of Game of Thrones? Yes. <laughs> It was dire wolves. Dope. Dire wolves have been extinct for approximately 10,000 years. So how would they have seen a dire wolf? Well. That's usually my (laughs) cue to send it to you. And he said, well. I don't know. (laughs) Nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, yeah. So that was interesting. So they saw a dire wolf. They did. Well, remember the UFO RV-sized encounter that Tom and... uh, Dave one time. Thank you. I forgot it. Oh, it's Dave correct. one time had. <laughs> and also Tad. It's a tad fuzzy, but I think it was <laughs> Dave one time. It was definitely Dave one time. <laughs> well, in Brazil, these box-shaped UFOs are said to sound like refrigerators and are known as chupas. Oh. This kind of, you know, I, while I was doing this research, I was thinking about uh, Virginia. Speaking of Virginia, yeah, I can't believe I didn't bring this up in the beginning of the episode. Okay, uh, I was editing episode fifty-one, Virginia, the nineteen ninety-six Virginia UFO incident. Yeah, I forgot the title for a second. It's all good. Basically done, you know. Multiple hours of work, getting done. Took a break. Oh, yeah. I said I need to, I need to eat something. I'll come back in about twenty minutes. I come back, <laughs> disappeared. Legitimately, like disappeared on my computer. Not anywhere. That's fucked. So that was fun. I know I texted you that. and Yeah. Just randomly. Sh- well. I, 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 I. This week. Yeah. Tell me about my it. My computer had that weird thing happen to it. It just disappeared? No. Something? But I. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went uh, to open. I opened it up, my laptop, and the screen was black, which usually signifies power is off. Um, I keep my laptop plugged in i'm not supposed to do that but i do that you know how i do i'm a bad boy yeah you just close it don't you no i shut it down and then i close okay, it yeah, but anyway yeah. so i open it up and on our computer yes when you open it up it turns itself on yes from from shutdown which i love by the way which is yes wonderful very handful chef's kiss it's so, very handful <laughs> but it didn't it didn't turn on and the keyboard didn't light up and so i forced the power button or pushed the power button. I didn't force it aggressively. <laughs> Push power button, nothing happened. Held the power button, nothing happened. For about a half hour, computer was unresponsive. And then all of a sudden I'm like, this isn't I was this isn't for me, lack of hitting the power button. I would one last time I hit the power button and then it fucking came to life. And I was like, what in the shit fucking happened? It would not do anything. Well so we're getting fucked with. I think the government's holding us down. We're getting fucked with. But in all reality, I, I'm not actually saying it's the It was government. the dire wolves. <laughs> yeah, fuckers. Uh, it was, I, I want to know why it disappeared. Because you have to go to podcast video folder. You have to then go to main folder. Then you have to go to episode, uh, uh, the, the folder that has uh, the episodes 50 to 59. Yeah. Then you have to go click on 52, or mm-hmm. 51, sorry. It's okay. I'm following. And I think. then there's the episode. That's five steps to delete the episode. It's five steps my, manually. Yes. Five steps manually. Yes. Yes. Still, it's But gone. the folder wasn't weird. open. I saved it. I closed the video thing because yeah. why keep it open? Yeah, why? Came back, turned the computer on. Gonzo. Yeah. So Fuck it was weird. Shit. Anyways, back to the chupas. 
Brazilian chupas. Hey, um, you're yeah. the Spanish guy. Not really, but yeah. You know what I'm saying. And uh, <laughs> does the chupas, do you think that that has any type of root um, for chupacabra? I have no clue. I don't it know. has totally different um, things, though, so I don't think so. That's what I'm wondering. Now, back in Virginia, maybe. Yeah, anyway, it's just a question I had that I decided to t- ask you for no reason. <laughs> Sorry, you gave me a second to cl- quietly clear my throat while you did that. I thought we were going to gloss past it. No, 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 I call myself out. These sightings in Brazil have been investigated for more than four decades by a man named Dr. Jaquez Veillet, Veillet, whatever, Jaquez. In the 1980s, shut up. Is that really his name? Jaquez. In the 1980s, he went to Brazil to investigate the Chupa wave. The numerous reports of UFO close encounters that have resulted in in the deaths or injuries of witnesses, mm-hmm. Dr. V, I'm going to just call him Dr. Jaquez now. Dr. Jaquez published a comprehensive list of symptoms and injuries that were said to be caused by the chupas hitting an individual with a, what was described as a light beam. They would see him, and then it's like the chupa would... Notice that they saw him come over and hit him with a light beam. Sure. So some of these signs or symptoms, I should say, are feeling of weakness. Some could hardly walk. Dizziness and headaches. Local local losses of sensitivity, numbness, and trembling. Mm-hmm. Pallid complexion. I'm guessing pale. Low arterial pressure. Anema, anemia with low hemoglobin. Levels. I'm going slow because I'm trying to read here. No, no, I okay. just want to. I thought you were laughing at me. Sorry. No, no, well, sort of, in, a, in <clears throat> an essence. Um, so, Dr. Veli uh, yeah, was born you. in Paris. Yeah. Which means his name is Jacques. Jacques? <laughs> That's how you spell Jacques. Listen, listen. <laughs> Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was Brazilian, so I went with Jacques. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I oh was, where would scuba diving be without Jacques Cousteau? Fuck you! All right, I thought he was Brazilian. It's come from it comes from a place of love. All right, all right, Jock. Oh, Doctor Jock. Terrific. That just sounds funny too. Jacques Valley, Valley. Anyways, anemia with low hemoglobin levels from Doctor Jock. Jacques. Blackened skin where the light had hit with several red-purple circles. Hot, hot and painful. Two to three centimeters in diameter. Yeah. Two punctured marks inside the red circles resembling mosquito bites. Hard to the touch. Oh, shit. And like nipples. Okay. They, they look like they had nipples on their arms Eskimo and legs. Eskimo nipples. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hair in the blackened areas fell out and did not rejuvenate as if follicles had been destroyed. Okay. No nausea or diarrhea. I I write. It just said no nausea and diarrhea, so I wrote it. Perfect. Aside from those that had been killed by Mm -hmm. these light beams, most of the individual symptoms would disappear within several days. Mm -hmm. Within seven days. Okay. Well, several, seven, yeah. I mean, well, Dr. Jock... Or Jacquez, however you want to really say it, you know. Vote now. <laughs> <laughs> Would conclude that the that what UFO witnesses describe as light 
may in fact be a complex combination of ionizing and non-ionizing radiation. Yep. However, many of the injuries described are consistent with the effects of high-powered pulse high-powered pulsed microwaves such a beam could there's a there's a period there. Such a beam could cause the dizziness, headaches, parala- par- paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking paralytic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's parallax, the Green Lantern villain. Absolutely. Pickling. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're making pickles today, boys. And girls. Sorry. Prickling and numbness reported by many witnesses. Not pickling. <laughs> <laughs> My toes are pickling. A common symptom of ionizing radiation is the pickling. Need, need for pickling. <laughs> Needless to say... An encounter with one of these crafts could prove to be a very unpleasant and non-deadly experience. Sounds like it. So, uh, Dave one time, mm-hmm. Tad, and yep. Tom yep. had a reason to be nervous when they saw the RV. Now, they probably didn't know all that shit. No, they still, knew. They knew. <laughs> Dave one time knew. <laughs> Dave one time was like, Hey, Freddy told me about this once. <laughs> I, got, I we called gotta Mom. Get, like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> like, now, Scoop, zoinks. Remember your... <laughs> there was nothing that came out there. Now we're going to talk about the bull story that is your favorite story. Oh, uh, that's my favorite story. Do you want to give them a little overview from last week? So Quick what happens overview, is bulls, mm-hmm. um, they are money-making, sperm-making machines. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> we're two prize bulls over here. Fucking a rat. <laughs> um... So, uh, yeah, they owned, uh, the Gormans, that is, uh, owned four of them, uh, Black Angus and Black Cementals. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Uh, 2,000 pounds, four of them. They were inside of their corral. Mm-hmm. Gormans drove by, admired them. They drove back, drove by them again. About 25 minutes later? Correct? 45 minutes 45, later. okay. Close. Um, and they were gone. They scurried in there and uh, found them in a catatonic, hypnotic state inside of a trailer that had no business holding four of them. And, uh, yeah. None. No business. Uh, they were in a catatonic state like me and you yesterday watching number 11, number 13, number 11, number 13, number 11, number 13. So hard to choose. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm Why not, not both? <laughs> Either one. Either one. I prefer number 13. We're not going to get into it on the podcast, okay? It's going to just... Move on. The bull story. Thank you for giving a little bit of analysis. It's not the word I wanted. Overview of the bull story. You're welcome. Uh, That's what I'm here for. The old white ranch, the old white trailer <laughs> where, where they kept their tools in, it only had one door, as you stated back in last episode and just now. And they kept it locked and chain shut, right? Uh, yes, I it was think chain so. chain shut, right? I think so. I know it was locked and hadn't been opened in a long time. Yes, sir. There's cobwebs, there's everything, but there was only one door. Correct, mundo. And the bulls were in there. The sure door was. wasn't open. Yep. They kicked out the fucking side of the the uh, side of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> After he was like, "Hey, what the fuck you doing in there?" They <laughs> said, "I'm up. sorry." Yeah, they woke him up. So the Nids guys then investigated this trailer. <laughs> Nids guys weren't there that day. <laughs> sorry, that's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just start here. All right, the Nids guys. They were not there that day 
but they arrived a couple hours after hearing about the incident from Tom. Which he called almost immediately after yes. after yes. they corralled him. They were in, I think they said they were taking a rare vacation, or the rare day off or whatever, in uh, Las Vegas, and I think that's where their headquarters was. I think, yes, 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 yes. So they started using instruments to see if they could detect anything unusual with the trailer, and then they realized that the entire corral, not just the trailer, the entire corral was magnetized. Oh, shit. They don't know why. The door to the trailer was still wired shut, or still, not wired shut, but... uh, Locked and chained. Chained shut, thank you. There you go. Wow, couldn't think. So whatever, whoever, or whomever got those bulls in those trailers didn't use the door. Trailer, plural. Also, yeah, so I didn't mean trailers. I meant trailer. Sorry. It's all good. I understand. Um, they also experimented by locking the intern in there. <laughs> See how long till you pass out. <laughs> He's getting dizzy, folks. <laughs> uh, Bob, should we let him out now? No, 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 no. This is for science. <laughs> Lazar, what are you doing here? <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. How many times we tell you to get out of here? <laughs> oh, God. Shoo, shoo. Back to Area 51 and S4. Little trickster, you. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, shortly after this I'm Sorry, incident, sir, if you're hearing this. <laughs> if you are hearing this, reach out. We'd love to talk to you for real. <laughs> He's not going to ever hear this. Uh, even if he did hear it, he wouldn't talk to us because we're not like Joe Rogan and established. Um, like, you know. Business He doesn't really do much. (laughs) You know, I'm going to move on. All right. So shortly after this incident, there was a calf mutilation. Okay. As they do time and time again. So. Their favorite thing is fucking with animals. All right. So the calf mutilation. While they were tagging newborn baby calves, hence Mm. newborn, in 1996. I don't know why I put the year down. It's not even the right year. No, no, it was the right year. Because they moved in in 94. It was 96. All right. One of the first calves they had tagged. Uh-huh. You can keep laughing. I can I'm barely see laughing. you. I can barely see you. I can see it, though. I see the white teeth. It's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> it's just beard and white. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the calves they were tagging not 30 minutes earlier. Well, <laughs> uh, you do? <laughs> my lady. Was found mutilated. Reference Nid Team video of calf. He There's a Nid Team video again. of the calf. <laughs> no. They, uh. They did have a video of the aftermath and the, the calf yeah. laying there just totally sprawled out. Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. I think. They were alerted, not they, not the news team, but the uh, Normans, Gormans, were alerted to this while tagging other calves mm-hmm. further away in the pasture as their dog, we're going to call him old Freddy, their dog Freddy focused to his attention back towards the house and... And, and to where they were tagging the first calf. Yeah. It was, gro- the dog was growling, not the calf. It, the dog was growling. <laughs> and barking. really wrong on this one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the dog was growling and barking. Yeah. It then took off towards where the calf was. Oh, shit. Never to be seen again. The documentaries. Wait, the dog? Uh, that's what... Not uh, old Freddy. Fucking Freddy's gone. Oh, his name's old Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> well... Gave him a name just to make him disappear. Fuck. Uh, now, R. according old Freddy. to the uh, presentation that George Knapp was giving, he said, never to be seen again. 
But I think it was in the documentary they were talking about that. So the footage that I saw. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which one it was. Either way, it was in that clip. They said it was never to be seen again. Um, that was also a theme. That's that's why they sold the ranch to uh, Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you covered that. but No, I did not. So while they were talking to Robert Bigelow. Yes. That's his name. Um, Tom was talking to him. The dogs were barking and chasing like this. I can't. I think it was a blue orb. It was some kind of orb. Yeah. And basically, it was like leading them away. Mm-hmm. And then Tom heard a big yelp. Got off the phone real quick with Robert Bigelow and mm-hmm. went over to where the yelp was. And there was just three. It was three dogs, and there was three just puddles there. Oh. So it looked like they were like incinerated. He's like, "Nope, that's it. I'm done." Fuck. And then Robert Bigelow bought the ranch. Anyways. The dog was never seen again. Look, I hear it. <sighs> not the my puppies. half of Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast. I do not stand for that. Dogs are the greatest. That's it. We're they going. can torture and torment those people all they want. And the calves, apparently. And the calves. And the cows. The minute they bring the dogs into it, mm-mm. All right, we're going to go there and show them a thing or two, aren't Tell we? Right. Travis, dragon, let's go. I guess we should be talking to the new owner more so than them. But anyways, I digress. All right, let's call Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brandon, who the fuck is this? You don't know who I am? <laughs> Neither do I, actually. <laughs> they noticed the mother running back and forth in a half circle. In distress. And then they found the calf. Oh, yeah, also, the uh, while well, it was running back and forth, I think its back hind leg was, like, broken or something oh, like that, too. Oh, shit, fun. Yeah. So... Then they found the calf, spread eagle on the ground, with all four limbs spread on the ground. Yeah. And all internal organs, gone. All muscles, gone from the torso. Legs intact, but one of the ears was gone. Pick me. Let me guess. No blood on the scene. So the NIDS investigation. Let's see if Lennon's right. Let's see. I usually am. Uh, That was the overview of the calf thing. Now we're going to get to the NIDS investigation. All right. The family called the NIDS investigators who were on the rare vacation at the time, which apparently everything happens on vacation. They returned with a four-man team, including a veterinarian, mm-hmm. upon hearing about the calf. The first thing... Who looked strikingly like <laughs> Bob Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, is that you with a goddamn goatee? <laughs> and a hat? No. <laughs> <laughs> Drastic. Or dastardly. <laughs> Rats foiled again. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> the first thing they noticed was that the ear was sliced off yep. with a very sharp utensil. Mm-hmm. Knife. Like with surgical precision. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like a scalpel almost. Yeah, yeah. The ear that was cut off was the one that was tagged with a large plastic yellow tag mm-hmm. that they just put on. Yeah. About 10 feet away from the carcass was a femur that had been forcibly torn off the animal. Extreme difficulty to tear a femur off the animal mm-hmm. and requires immense strength. Mm-hmm. So immense that I had to just immense it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my God, my pelvis. Something removed about 60 pounds of meat within 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. It is. It's a lot of meat in a short time. Also, well, I'll get into it in a second. Maybe let me finish all this. The team gathered tissue and bone samples, which were spent, not spent, but sent to three independent pathology labs. Okay. They all came back with the result that the calf was carved up by sharp metallic instruments. Mm-hmm. A machete-like object was slammed into the bones, and a smaller scalpel-like object was sliced, had sliced the hide and muscle. Yeah. There was no blood or entrails on the ground at the scene. The NIDS team did an experiment where they poured blood onto the ground to see how fast it would absorb, would absorb into the ground. Uh-huh. The blood was still visible two days later. Somehow the carcass and ground around the carcass was completely clean of any blood, mm-hmm. which is also common in cattle mutilation. Yeah. Uh, the NIDS team did an experiment. They mutilated a calf themselves. <laughs> no, Let's see if we could do this. <laughs> I was worried you were going there. Scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> so the NIDS team's conclusion yeah. was that the... Animal must have been killed elsewhere and brought back and then put down or laid down carefully in a almost ritual manner mm-hmm. with the sprawled out legs and all that. Yeah. Most cattle mutilations happen in the secrecy of night. Healthy cattle are silently and skillfully killed with their organs being removed. Usually an eye, a tongue, an ear, reproductive organs, and the rear end, in other words, the asshole, are removed with surgical precision. Mutilations are distinguished by the anomalous, yeah, anomalously sudden death of an animal with rarely a sign of a struggle. Mm-hmm. There are no tracks, human footprints, or the marks, or any marks at the scene. That was a weird way to put that line, but you get the point. There's, there's nothing at the scene to, yeah. other than the carcass. Yeah. Many veterinarians are and were amazed at the precision and skill of the cuts that looked like they were made using scalpels or another form of extremely sharp knife. Mm-hmm. There is still no concrete explanation for this day. There's still no concrete explanation to this day. How would a predator do this while not being seen by the rancher, wife, or dog? Well, technically, I guess he was seen by the dog. Yeah, well, Freddy. Too soon. <laughs> How about the removal of parts with surgical precision? No animal's going to do that. No. And how would there be no mess? Any explanation? Um, the only animal that comes to mind that can operate a bleed uh-huh. is a wolverine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, the wolverine. I did it. The wolverine. Oh, God, he I'm uses... Good. Uses claws. Yeah. Shink. Oh, no, that's pretty wild, though. Yeah. Um, sorry to interrupt. You're not. 50,000 times later. I want you to. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, Secrets yes. of Skinwalker Ranch. Yes, sir. Wasn't there an episode where they saw something flash over a pasture, and then all of a sudden the cow pretty much just, like, toppled and dropped dead? Uh, kind of. They, they, so the cow died suddenly. Yeah. And there was traces, I think radioactiveness or something. Yeah. And they were watching the video of said cattle. Yes, that's right. Because it looked like it was in distress and stressed, and then it, you know, as they're watching that, there's a... 
Something flew across the sky. Exactly. I don't know what it was. Shaped but... like a commercial jet. We're <laughs> <laughs> going like 10 times faster. Yeah. Oh, hey, look. It's the uh, Captain James McDonald. Who's <laughs> it up there? <laughs> that was a good one. I think. I can barely see. <laughs> Later that night, there was a commotion. And the rancher, not wanting to lose any more livestock. This is after the... Uh, sorry. Rewind for a second. This sure. is right after the calf mutilation that day. Okay. Later that night, there was a commotion, and the rancher, not wanting to lose any more of its cattle, livestock, or anything to do with its cows, and two NIDS science <clears throat> and two NIDS scientists <laughs> just fucking punch it, why don't you? <laughs> two NIDS scientists drove out to the location where they heard the commotion. They see a flurry. Nope. They see a furry, dark orb like thing at the base of a tree and two big yellowish eyes in the tree. Okay. Tom shot at the orb at the base of the tree and it disappeared. He then shot at the thing in the tree with the yellow eyes and he hit it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Hunter falls out of it dead. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I love how he's just so done with it that anything he sees, he just starts blasting. <laughs> fuck this shit. I don't blame him, but fuck. <laughs> so whatever it was fell out of the tree. Yeah. <laughs> and the three of them, Tom and the two NIDS investigators, mm-hmm. uh, go to check it out. What they saw was a footprint that was how George Knapp described it as a raptor footprint. Raptor? Yeah, three-fingered. You know, oh, that kind of raptor. Yeah. Not, not, what kind of raptor is there? Velociraptor? Yes. No, that, yeah. Oh, He's describing as a dinosaur raptor. Oh, I thought you were talking about like raptor like birds. No, no. Even no. though that is where they come from, but yeah. Yeah. Well, they supposedly videotaped the track and told, well, they supposedly videotaped the track and it told them some dinosaur like animal was present. Mm hmm. Uh, they went into the brush after it, but never located it. Bastards. Uh, probably for the best. I mean, if a damn raptor is loose, do you really want to fucking follow it and find it? Right. Fuck it. Clever girl. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. That would creep me out, though. The best way I find to document um, non-moving objects Tell me. is... Um, Blast them. It's with video, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So that was the catamutilation. We're hitting it all. It's here. I didn't do the same order you did. That's okay. But next is Portals. Oh. We're getting to Portals. Like the Uh, game. In August of 1996, the rancher and one of the NIDS investigators were doing a night surveillance on top of the ridge. Mm -hmm. They were spotting. Nope. They weren't spotting. (laughs) They spotted a hovering ball of light in the middle of the homestead mm-hmm. it was about four feet off the ground and looked like a dull yellow light suddenly that's a period sorry looked like a dull yellow light mm-hmm. suddenly it expanded and grows into an approximate three foot wide opening okay the investigator present turned on his night vision equipment and everything from the yellow orb became like a three-dimensional tunnel. Mm-hmm. 
they suddenly, not they, the investigator that had the night vision suddenly saw what looked like a creature crawling out of the tunnel that was hovering about four feet off the ground. The creature that crawled out was approximately eight foot tall. Shit. That's a big Ah, shit. (laughs) That's big. Shit. With the head, no neck, not with the, with a head, no neck, a torso, arms, and legs. Okay. That's how he described it. Pretty pretty normal. Yeah, I think they had him on. I think he was the one talking. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, I'm eight feet tall. <laughs> Imagine if I had a neck. <laughs> uh, there were no details or features of note on it because it was so dark. Mm-hmm. It stood up once out of... Out, out. Once out of... <laughs> <laughs> it stood up once out of the tunnel vortex thing yep. and walked away into the darkness. Creep the shit on me. Yeah. The light then began to shrink and close in on itself. Then it faded away. Tom, that was with the investigator. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said Tom that was with him. Like, there's another Tom that's not with him. <laughs> Anti-Tom. <laughs> yeah, they, they split Tom into two. <laughs> they needed two Toms. <laughs> Tom wanted Tom two. Um, oh, shit. Tom didn't see or have the night vision, I should say. Didn't have the night vision technology, and he only saw a dull yellow orb that was approximately four foot in diameter that suddenly disappeared. Mm -hmm. So these orbs they see on Skinwalker Ranch, get some night vision. Let's see that shit. I want to see a portal. Fuck yeah. Talked about the portals. You did talk about the portals, yes. I didn't say you didn't talk about it. I just didn't have the, yeah. I'm just kind of going with the stories and investigation that they did, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to wrap it up with George Nappy. Do it. Nappy boy. Knapsack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking autocorrect every time I throw nap. George, knapsack. George Knapsack. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best part about any time you texted me last week. <laughs> I just gave up and was like, yeah, fucking knapsack, whatever. <laughs> so, George Knapp. Yeah. First visited... Sorry. So George Knapp, the first visit that he made, they did the three things that seemed to stir up activity on the ranch. He was a stranger to the ranch. They all got together and built a fire and made tons of noise. And then (laughs) they got the earth mover and Mm -hmm. moved Doug (laughs) <laughs> Doug's a big boy You gotta get him up somehow <laughs> Why did that happen? Uh, Anyways, they moved the ground a little Is what I meant to say I don't know why they moved Doug <laughs> Well, he needed to move So they can move the ground Doug ain't moving again <laughs> Alright, here we go He's a big boy He's a big boy After they did the three things That stir up activity They then put George Nappy Boy Sorry They then put George Knapsack Yeah on a chair in the middle of the homestead oh. and left him there by himself. Oh, it's happening. Scared the poopy out of me. They went a couple hundred yards away and observed him with binoculars. Okay. Infrared and shit like that. Why is he touching himself? <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> uh, they, they did this to see if anything came to get him or anything would happen to him. They were so far away. <laughs> like, what happened if something didn't take him? He's fucked. He's, he's fucked. out on his own. <laughs> yeah. They're only 100 yards away. <laughs> Is that a raptor? 
What should we do? God damn it, Bob. Get out of here. (laughs) Flash your press badge. (laughs) Uh, Well, the only thing that came to get him, though, that night was mosquitoes. Oh, shit. But before they put George out there sitting in the middle of the homestead by himself Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, they told him a story of an incident prior to the NIDS arrival. Oh, shit. Before the NIDS team arrival, there was a big grizzly guy that showed up at the ranch one day claiming that something had drawn him there and... He asked if he would be allowed to meditate in the middle of the homestead. What the fuck's wrong with this guy? <laughs> I don't know. Grizzly Adams is what I'm going to call him from now on. Finally, uh, Tom, and I think Tad was available. Not available. It was either Tad. <laughs> Tad was available. <laughs> Tad, come get a load of this guy. <laughs> uh, he was on the reserve team. So, until then. <laughs> yeah, well... It was supposed to be Dave one time, but <laughs> he kind of flaked. Uh, he got a flat tire on the way over. Well, they finally let this guy up. Sorry, not this guy. He finally talks Tom and either Dave one time or Tad mm-hmm. into letting him go meditate in the middle of the fucking homestead. Okay. Even says, I'll let you drive me out there. You can drive me off wherever you want. I just, something drew, drew me here and I need to meditate. So they drive him in the middle of the homestead. This guy is chanting and looking at the sky with the rancher, while the rancher and his son, or Dave one time, were watching and chuckling to themselves. I don't know what kind of meditating he's doing that he's chanting to the sky, the fucking universe. Like, hey, actually, um, there's a show I watch. that is quite humorous, but he travels around the world. Oh, notification. Okay. Still recording. Fucking ADD. <laughs> what the hell? I do. Uh, yeah, there's a story. Oh, notification. <laughs> what were you trying to say? The, these people were meditating in the pyramids of Giza. Oh. Um, and their meditation was by chanting. Okay. Well, maybe this is a different kind of meditation than I know. I thought chanting was just, I don't know, chanting. But I guess you can go into a trance with it. I have no clue. Either way, they were laughing at him. Uh, yeah. Then they suddenly heard like a kettlebell. Cowbell. Uh, I had trouble there because kettlebell is a fucking gym equipment, and I'm like mixing the two. Oh, I got to work your gym muscles into it. <laughs> they heard a noise like a cowbell. Yeah. In the brush. Uh-huh. Except their cows didn't have any cowbells. No. We need more cowbell. Ted was just playing Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> um, <coughs> God! They looked over, and they started seeing something moving through the brush. Yeah. Grizzly Adams is too busy talking to the universe <laughs> to notice that something is coming towards him. Now, they said this thing... Sorry, sorry. They said this thing looked like... Uh, they likened it to the Predator movie. When mm. it's camouflaged. Yes, I remember yeah. this. Yes. Yeah, it's like camouflaged and whatever. So this thing walks over to him yeah. from the brush. Yeah. Camouflaged like the predator. Yep. Arcs right up to Grizzly Adams, who is still, has his eyes closed. Yeah. And lets out a huge roar right in Grizzly Adams' face. Well, yeah. Grizzly Adams then shits his pants. Yeah. Stumbles backwards. 
runs back to the rancher and son, Someone, Dave one time, somebody. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and uh, said, this thing, this place is haunted. It's fucking filled with devils. Get me the fuck out of here, basically. You're the one who wanted it. Well, right? It drew him to it. It was the devil. Oh. Uh, so then this thing goes back into the bushes and the rancher and his son go to check on the guy. I kind of skipped ahead. Whatever. The guy tells them to get him the hell out of there. Yeah. And that this place is cursed and has demons. That's I've heard that, this one. Yeah, it's almost like I <laughs> just said that. Yeah. Well, then in 19, not 19, then around 2005, the phenomenon starts dying down. Okay. After a while, the investigation, after a while of investigating or mm-hmm. hunting for the skinwalker, mm-hmm. it started to die down, like I just said. The phenomenon seemed to make a statement, though, as it was tired of, like, like it was tired of this, not as yeah, it was tired yeah. of this. All of a sudden, across the sky, Finn appeared. <laughs> Finn? Your your sister? <laughs> the French word Finn appeared. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, why is your sister, is she riding a broomstick too? Wait, why is she alive back then? It almost seemed to make like a, uh, a statement of this. Yeah. There were three poles with cameras on them, as I've talked about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. From monitoring the ranch and its activity and trying to catch it on camera. Yeah. One day, one of the cameras goes out. Wires are ripped out, plastic covering is gone, and all the tape was ripped off, all the yeah. tape. Yeah. Something clearly destroyed this camera. So they went back to the other cameras that were, the other two cameras that were there, mm-hmm. looked at the video from the other cameras, and whatever tore this camera up isn't visible in the camera. Hmm. The only thing that they could see after analyzing these videos from the camera mm-hmm. was a tiny blue light buzzing around. Hmm. Probably a tiny blue orb. Probably. After this, the activity stops, and there isn't any other places with hot spots. So Nids basically goes underground, and Bob Bigelow dissolves it in 2004. Nids, that is. Mm-hmm. Contradictory to 2005, I said. I think I fucked up, up, bro. <laughs> the Nids team didn't come to any conclusions about Skinwalker Ranch, and it is still a mystery to this day, as seen by the series The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. Mm, With all this activity from the family and the investigation that followed by the NIDS team and George Knapsack, (laughs) let's dive into our own personal thoughts on Skinwalker Ranch. presented the facts it's time now to examine the evidence and give our theories so pull up a chair for our final thoughts <laughs> science in this dojo london goes first and yeah this is my dojo you go first I Jesus. when you make me go first i could start going first i thought i'd be a gentleman in my dojo gentleman and a scholar Trying to remember what I didn't write. Okay. Or what I didn't read from what, what I, I wrote. Uh, you didn't really read anything. For more information. Okay, so I read everything I wrote, and I didn't write any final thoughts. My final thoughts. That's okay. This is a talking thing. What is your final is. thoughts? What's your so thoughts? honestly, I think my final thoughts um, My final thoughts are honestly, is what I meant to say. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of the activity based off, or not based off the ranch, based around the ranch have to do with these portals. Um, it's something that sticks out to me. Um, 
that the, the fact that it's such a gauntlet of activity mm-hmm. of different types um, and some of this activity is seen coming out of the portals, uh, whether it's craft or creatures. Right, right. Um, I think these portals are a big center point of this ranch. If this place is something that's actually connected to somewhere else, mm-hmm. um, whether that's another wherever, uh, a dimension, uh, place in the universe, mm-hmm. so forth, so on. Um, I, I think that, that these events are spawning at this point, uh, whatever these portals are. Um, the, the frequency in which Tom saw these portals and the frequency. I mean the 1.6 frequency? Yes. I don't get it. Oh. You know the show. In the show, they keep getting the 1.6 megahertz oh, frequency. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. make a joke. I'm sorry. It's I, all right. I'm it's sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Please proceed. The frequency in which these occur. Yes, the 1.6 frequency that they occur. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah, the frequency they occur and the frequency he saw the portals, Um, I think there's probably a correlation there in the fact that, like I said, he they saw things coming out of it that they also saw things similar onto the ranch. Yeah. Um, Now, what makes this place so special that this is a place um, that is connected somewhere else. Um, there's points around the earth um, that some people call them ley lines, right, right, you right. know, stuff like that. Energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think that's a completely another topic, but this, is. this place is definitely a hotbed. Don't they lay on the ley line? Doesn't, doesn't can walk a ranch lay on the ley line? Shit. I think you're right. It does. Yeah. I don't know if it's intersection or if it just lays on one, but I'm pretty sure it does. I think you're right. But either way, um, just the fact that they have so much activity and so much, so many different types of it, right? It just makes this one of the most fascinating, extremely things to me, and confusing, and confusing. Yes, like it's all the activity. There's even a Bigfoot encounter. The family being seen. It, you said it right. Yeah, it's all of the activity. <laughs> it really is. It's all of it. Like yeah. So it's very interesting. Physical and non physical. Mm-hmm. So what could be causing all this? Portals. Are there portals <laughs> to a different dimension and time that are leaking through mm-hmm. dimension or time and or time? It could be both, I guess. Mm-hmm. That are kinda of like leaking through and causing all these anomalies to happen. Mm-hmm. Um like the story I just told about the orange yeah. orb that looked like a portal vortex coming through with something coming through. Mm-hmm. Was that to a different time? Was that different you know, universe? I, I don't know. Different time in our own earth? I wonder what time in our own earth it is that we're eight foot tall with no neck. <laughs> oh, no, no. That was a uh, Neanderthal. Oh. Uh, yeah. We're going to go with that. Orang Pandic. Another weird thing is it seems like the phenomena is intelligent. It Yes, exactly. So, that is another weird anom- not anomaly uh, factor yeah. in it. All of it, though. Like, it's not just one or two things. The wolf seemed to be intelligent. The yep. portals seemed to be intelligent. The orbs seemed to be intelligent. The and RV seems to be intelligent. Encompassing that, everything that happens is as as uh, calling the activity its own thing. Yeah. Um, that's intelligent because it seems to be in response to things. Yes. Like, it kicks up when you dig on the on the ranch or when you... Put animals onto the ranch, you know. Exactly. It kicks but up for that. Also, when you put a surveillance camera right here where the activity is happening, yeah, and then all of a sudden the activity stops happening there and moves to a different location right. where the camera isn't shooting at it, like the that's intelligence. The that's bull story. Obvious. They drove by and they said, 
God, I love these bulls. I would be lost if anything happened to them. It's like a trickster. And then 45 minutes later, yeah. the bulls that have been otherwise fine this entire time, something happens to. Yeah, definitely like a trickster. Yeah. Um, the the youth's version of the skinwalker, one of the things is that it's a trickster. So yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. So my little paragraph I had to, to kind of summarize is, with everything from Bigfoot encounters to orbs to poltergeists to UFOs that are seen on the ranch, is this a sign that all of these things come from one singular or similar phenomenon? It's a phenomena. And we most, and we most, I mean, most of our experiences are from this phenomenon, but at different times. Mm. Ah, I know what I was saying there. I'm sorry. It was okay. an added word. Are most of our experiences around the world from this said phenomenon, mm-hmm. phenomena, but at different times, mm-hmm. different things. So, like, Skinwalker Ranch has everything. Yeah. Big, like I just named. Yeah. But when we witness a poltergeist, it's from the same phenomena, but it's just singular because they're not on a ley line. When okay. we witness Bigfoot, saying. is that just, is it the same phenomena, but we're not on a ley line where it's concentrating all that energy i see what you're saying yeah maybe skinwalker ranch is an intersection of all these things and that's why it experiences them all at once in one location uh, that was kind of a i don't know i don't want to say snaps but a th- thought i had that i wrote down yeah what's your thoughts on that like that everything in the world from ghosts everything there's maybe it's like a dimensional thing that yeah that just because there's not energy focus, like in your place, someone's heard walking, but there's no one here. Is that the uh, phenomena happening? But you don't have a ley line here to enhance the energy to said to to manifest more than that. I think that's an interesting theory. I, I like that. Um, I can't claim credit to the theory, but I read it and I no, to that's put it very out interesting. I do, I do like that. Which provoked me as you were saying it, mm-hmm. uh, my ADHD. I didn't mean to mind, provoke you. Sorry. Um, to start to looking up because now I want to look up ley lines um, and see if Skinwalker lies somewhere along along the lines. Yeah. Um, ley line interactive map. Or I would just type like a Skinwalker Ranch on a ley line. Here we go. Yeah, what's up? Skinwalker Ranch sits on not only a location where modern Indian reservation shaman tell of an old fight against evil try against evil. Uh, it sits right smack dab, literally exactly, on a huge negative ley line that runs between Salt Lake City, Utah, and Alamosa, Colorado. Mm. Temper this how you will, but the answer is yes. Um, this is from Cora. Somebody answered it. So I oh. don't have, like, a, a physical... Um, so we both looked at Cora and got a different... Like, the same answer, basically, yeah. yeah I don't have... Uh, Hitting evidence, but somebody has well, said yes. Well, the thing is, is we can't sit here for twenty minutes, thirty minutes researching. We got disc golf to do later. So, Fuck yeah, yeah, it seems like it's on a ley line, which enhances energy, which then is what I'm kind of trying to say. Is, yeah, yeah, is that why there's so much happening in one spot? I like that theory. Yeah, could possibly maybe the energy of the ley lines are maybe the ley lines there are balling and portaling and. Mm-hmm. Injecting out all this, all this occurrences. It's just be interesting. I also like the Bigfoot thing that's camouflaged. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was wild. Like, can Bigfoot camouflage? You are one ugly son of a bitch. Big fucking eyes, but ugly. Nice fucking bitch. (laughs) No. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be interesting also if that thing that scared the hippie, I mean the 
Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams, yeah, not a hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was a Bigfoot, then that'd be interesting, like why people can see it and then all of a sudden not see it at the same time. That's cool. Interesting. Things that make you say, hmm. Go get your shirt right now on dontouchmysasquatch.com slash forward slash shop. Do it. It's a nice shirt. I had, it's a nice like fucking shirt. shirt. It is a nice shirt. I yeah. do appreciate Things it. Things that make you say, hmm. So, yeah. Skinwalker Ranch is a hotbed. Was that? Oh, sorry. I'm good. Okay. So, Skinwalker Ranch is a hotbed of all sorts of activity. The cause of this phenomena baffles scientists, experts, and investigators alike. Is it aliens, portals, ghosts, or all the above? Or some kind of energy? Mm-hmm. That transmits all of these things in one qu- one location from a ley line. Mm-hmm. One thing we know is for sure: this a hundred, this four hundred and eighty acre ranch is plagued by some sort of an intelligent presence. Yeah. From what you've heard in the last two episodes, you can come to your own conclusions. But that's and those are our theories, and we're going to stick to them. Damn straight, absolutely. Maestro, hit him with the outro. Well, ladies, gentlemen, squatches and camouflaged squatches. <laughs> squatches and camouflaged squatches. I yeah, like there's it. two different ones. One's a military. Uh, it's kind of like personal. Tom and Tom 2, right? Yep. And Dave one time. Yeah. Bob, get out of here. <laughs> Fucking Lazar. He's back. Thank you all He's so back. much for listening to this week's episode. And last week's episode. All of the episodes. All of them. If you would like to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts or opinions, you can do so by finding us on Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit, and on our YouTube channel where you can see our gorgeous faces. Yes. Links are in the show notes below. Hey. Sorry. And you're going to get to it. My bad. Okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> if you enjoy what we do here, don't touch my Sasquatch and would like to support us, you can join our Patreon to get bi weekly bonus shows, yeah. discounts on merch, get it. exclusive Patreon only content, and lots more. For you to enjoy hit the subscribe button for auto downloads listen first thing every monday morning to get that sweet sweet cryptid knowledge into your brain absolutely and it helps us and it helps us Just to be seen it um yeah. okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know where i was going i had a thought in my head and then i've lost it so it's all good go ahead you can drop us a five-star rating and write us a review and uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think if you Rate us and write us a review. Yeah. Until June 10th, you get, like, free merchandise from us if we like your review. Well, no. It's a it's a giveaway that you are entered into to get a free merchandise. That's you what don't... I said. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't just get free merchandise if you review it. No, I know. I said if we like your review and we pick you, you... Ah, my bad. I, I said it wrong. Yeah, if we'll pick two winners, our yes, two sir. favorites, you get yes, uh, a mug and a shirt. Yes, sir. Um, not both. <laughs> Our favorite gets a shirt of your choosing, and the worst gets a mug. No, the second runner-up, if you will, will get a mug. Um, yes. And by the time that comes out, this this content giveaway is done. We'll probably have another shirt or two. Definitely things that make you say, "Hmm." Share us on your socials and no. tell your cryptid loving friends and family about us. Yeah. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Like the videos on YouTube. This all helps us to grow and bring you even more great content for you to enjoy. Like I some know. investigations coming up? I hope so. No, there are. There are. <laughs> yeah. And I know it's repetitive and redundant. Everybody says like and subscribe. But it really does help to be seen by more people. And it takes you 
half a second. It does. It also yeah. makes it so that we can uh, give you more ear enjoyment and maybe an eargasm. Oh, those yeah, famous drip, drip, drip. Here eargasms. comes the eargasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, join us next Monday for our next incredible episode. You may write us, rate us, review us, but remember to always stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. That no next son of a bitch is crawling back in the portal. Ah, Peace. shit. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>